Avi on Money, 12 to 1 p.m., only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It is 16 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much once again for joining us. And before I start, I just want to say a very big thank you to all the people who listen to the replay of the show on Sunday. It's amazing how many messages I get and how people bump into me. Um, I tend to frequent one of the restaurants in the area on a, on a Sunday lunchtime or in the evening, and people come over to me. So uh, just a big thank you to the, the listening public out there for listening to Chai FM, to supporting the only Jewish radio station in South Africa, and for, for giving positive feedback. It's, it's very, very encouraging. Um, it's the end of the year. It's been a long year for a lot of people. And it is just very, very warming and encouraging and very supportive when you get feedback that the radio station is providing the type of media listenage that you want and really fulfilling the need in the community. Um, I know one thing that does frustrate me is as, as I drive, as I'm going to do from now, now this afternoon, I'm going to go to my office in Pretoria, is that as you start going about 10 k's out of Joburg, you get this wonderful eclectic mix of high FM and radio. Radio Sonagrensa. So we need Robert Avitsons together with Radio Sonagrensa. Um, I never knew who spoke Afrikaans, but it definitely gets woven in to the to the the, the show as you go down to Pretoria. But uh, when you go to Hard to Be a Sport, the High FM comes back. But once again, just thank you everybody for for listening. Thank you for supporting, and it's, <clears throat> so it's just very very encouraging. A unpleasant event happened that I was um, you know just happened to hear about over the weekend where there was a rumor that was spread about a particular event and next thing it was on Facebook and it was just going around and it caused a tremendous amount of anxiety and a certain person then heard about this picked up the phone and went straight to the person the story was being told about and said you know is this and this happening and they said it was discussed but nothing transpired. You know, we were thinking of doing it, but we've decided not to, and we're just going to continue. <clears throat> and then I realized the the danger of social media really, to, to use the Jewish expression, speaking Lashon Hara gossip, where it just gets out of control so quickly. And really, it was innocuous. It, it meant nothing. It was nothing. But it, it really became a, a very uncomfortable situation, if only for a couple of hours. But... It could be far, far worse. Um, I could turn around and say something about Simon Coleman. By the way, Simon, welcome back to Chai FM. Thank you, Avi. Good Simon you. is the Executive Head of Digital Distribution at SHA Specialist Underwriters. Um, if I turn around and say something really, really unpleasant about you, I don't know, you, you sat at my office and you didn't like the presentation I gave you and you decided you're not doing a deal with me. And you go somewhere else and I have to say, this man has inability to make a decision and he's unpleasant and he's rude. Am I in trouble? Well, probably half of what you just said isn't true. (laughs) 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 Uh, Look, I I mean, I think, uh, you know, social media is is really opening us up to all sorts of exposures as, as individuals. Uh, you know, a few years ago, if, if you and I shared a story or, or there was some gossip between us, it would probably stay there or maybe affect our immediate circle if, if we decided to tell some other people about it. But social media has just opened us up to, to all sorts of things because with the press of a button, um, it's a great business tool. But from a social perspective, you can reach millions of people within a few seconds and it's very difficult to take back something that you may have said. Uh, and, and I also think that 
part of the problem with with people being offended by stuff that's said on social media and, and the example that you gave is is not what I'm talking about here but if if you know once once if you if you say something on social media you really don't have any control over the tone with which it's received you and I can exchange uh, interaction now our body language says something the listeners at home can hear the tone of our voices but if I type something in a text and you're in a different mood when you receive it, you might also interpret it differently. And it might upset you. And, you know, some of these things can actually land up in court. And, and we've seen a couple of cases that have, that have cost certain people lots of money um, over the last few months. And reputations and jobs. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's very difficult to recover your reputation. Maybe let's go there because I think that's where the juicy part lies as, as to what's actually happened. I mean, could you paint a scenario for us of a scenario, of a case where social media was used, somebody did take offense, took it to court and was awarded? Yeah, sure. So there was quite a well publicized case in the North Gauteng High Court last year. So uh, it was in court, I think, in December of, of 2016. Well, their festive uh, season, season was <laughs> Yeah. And, and what happened was there was a dispute between two neighbors uh, in the Centurion area, if, if memory serves me. And um, the, this dispute just spiraled out of control. The two parties um, traded insults. That would normally be the end of that kind of argument. Except one of the neighbors, um, the lady, she went onto Facebook and she posted some comments about her neighbor saying that this guy is a pedophile and a pervert and a peeping Tom. And I mean, all of this was completely groundless. There was no reason for her to say this. Um, there was no evidence to point to this. And um, he quite rightly decided to take her to court and, and he initially sued her for $1.3 million. And the court awarded him 350000 That kind of reputational damage, um, you know, that's like a – I've heard Emma Sadler talk about this before, and she says it's almost like a digital tattoo, you know. It's, it's yes. very difficult to get rid of that stuff. It might not be on your timeline anymore, but, you know, anybody who knows how to operate Google can, can find these things. And that could end up costing you a job or a deal that you're working on. You know, it can have long-term uh, ramifications for you. Imagine if, if your kids or, or their friends and family start hearing those kind of stories. So I think he was quite justified in, in getting the money. But what, what kind of made us look at this as, as, as uh, insurance providers, um, SHA is a subsidiary of Suntum, um, was that, you know, sometimes people can post things on social media and it might be accidental they might not think about exactly what it is that they're sharing. They might share something, try and pull it back. By that time, somebody's already screenshotted it, and it's been circulated on another social media platform. Do you remember the Margaret van Veek hockey mom uh, story from last year? This no, is a lady out in a little town, I think somewhere in the free state, uh, exchanging romantic messages with her husband on, on WhatsApp, and she she took a selfie of herself um, not wearing anything and she intended to send it to him and instead she sent it to the, the WhatsApp group oh that my her goodness. hockey mom um, she was a hockey mom and, and that was the WhatsApp group for her daughter's hockey club oh, and she of course she laughed 
immediately said, please delete, not intended for this group. And this was before the latest feature of yes. WhatsApp where you could actually delete content. And um, someone in that group took a screenshot or a screen grab of that picture and then circulated it on Facebook and Twitter. Of course, causing a great deal of, of angst and anguish and embarrassment for her and her daughter. Um, and um, she, I don't think, took legal action against the people that shared that. But if you just picture, you know, the way this chain kind of just starts growing, because, yes, the first person who posted it may have done so maliciously. But then you've got a bunch of other people that they don't really know the parties involved. They think it's funny. There were memes about it. It was all over social media, and lots of people started circulating it. Now, all of those people are actually guilty of invasion of privacy. And if she chose to, the victim could have sued every single person that was in that chain of, of circulation for invasion of privacy, possibly defamation, and there could have been damages attached to that. So... What we're saying is, you know, we're not, we don't have an insurance policy here, for instance, that encourages people not to behave in a certain way on social media. But what we do have is something that kind of picks up the, the legal expenses and the damages when there's some kind of inadvertent tweeting or posting of something um, that, that might cause harm or, or injury to somebody. So I was wondering where you were going with that because we had a, a, a interesting scenario in, in our area. We've got a very active WhatsApp group, um, which is really, really nice. People are very careful the way it's used. I mean, last night there was a simple thing. I've got a black cat in my garden. Anybody lost a cat? And then someone asked, which fiber provider should I use? And a few suggestions came up, and then I see it went off. And it went obviously the two of them are talking privately, so it really adds a lot of value when yes, it's a security yes. issue. But a guy sent photos of his work party, and they were just sitting in a restaurant, obviously with his whole team. And he posted it, and his wife, instead of saying, "You know, Johnny, this is on the wrong group." To him directly, she, she put it back on the group. Oh. Johnny, wrong group. <laughs> and everybody yeah. thought it was hysterical because yes. you know, she obviously just panicked and like wanted to make him aware. But that that's that's you know that's really innocent. And the photos were, were cute, and there was nothing to be ahead of it. But what sort of insurance product is there to prevent or to protect that sort of thing? You know, that could have been a photo of. Him with certain directors at the beginning of a joint venture meeting, that that goes into social media. All of a sudden, cats out the bag. Mm. What, is there a product to protect or to cover the, the 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 fallout from that? Look, the the this this product that we've just launched a week or so ago is it's it's called Slip Up. So it's it's a social liability insurance protection. So what we're talking about is. Uh, an insurance policy that covers you as a social media user. If you post something and it offends somebody and they're alleging that you've invaded their privacy or that you've defamed them in some way and they then take you to court or threaten to, then you can at least defend yourself and you can cover the damages if the case is lost. So coming back to the, the earlier case that we discussed, this, this guy sued his next-door neighbor. It's not a great example because clearly this woman had been trolling this gentleman for quite some time. But that sort of interaction happens all the time on, on, on social media. 
So if somebody said, look, you said something, you called me a thief, and I'm now going to take you to court for that, you've defamed me, then the legal costs of you defending yourself would be covered by the policy and, of course, the damages if the case is unsuccessfully defended. The kind of incident that you're talking about where you might post something and it might cause the collapse of a deal, unless one of the other parties are alleging that there was some kind of invasion of privacy mm. or defamation, probably not going to be a claim under this type of policy. Um, yeah, that would be like a serious breach of, of probably a non-disclosure agreement or something, and 100%. I don't think it could be insured. But So the, the, what I'm concerned about with this product, and I obviously don't know it and I haven't studied it and we're just discussing it yeah. now, that opens me up to the possibility of getting even with you on social media, saying things that aren't nice but maybe are true, mm. and knowing that if the pauper hits the fan, I've got a policy that – now, we go to court, even if I lose, I'm still dragging you through the mud. Mm. I mean, you know, some unhealthy emotional people could maybe use this as a bit of a way. Well, I'm covered, I might as well, you know, like I've got insurance, I might as well go to the dentist. Yeah, look, I mean, that, that kind of thinking, it, it's valid, but it does apply to most types of insurance. You Fair know, that you could drive badly because you've got a great insurance policy. Um, people don't, though, because there's, there's often a lot of damage, damages or events that aren't covered by the insurance. So the case in point is, um, you know, you don't drive badly because you've got car insurance because you might die exactly. <laughs> in, in the accident. So there's a repercussion there that's perhaps not insured by the motor insurer. But with social media, what isn't covered is your reputation as the person who posted the content. So we'll defend you in court. But if you're branded as a, a liar yourself or someone who circulates this thing, you're stuck with that stigma. As you said, a digital tattoo. The digital tattoo. Who is the policy for? Um, you know, I have a lady in my office who posts on Facebook every single day. Um, we're very careful of what we post. If you go into my, so my Facebook page, I have a business page and I have a personal page. My personal page is very inactive. Mm. Only thing I post there is reposts of, you, you know, something I like that you put on or I find encouraging. Or a, And, again, it also worries me because I'm often too ADD to watch it all the way through to the end. Mm. So I, I see it. I sort of get a nice fuzzy feeling, good idea. But it, I just might have like a bit of a Helen Zeller twist mm. right at the end, which I really didn't mean. Mm. But I liked what I saw. But on my personal page, there I'm very careful. I'm sorry, on my business page, because I'm really dictated to by the corporate that I work for, and we really just use their stuff, which is just really keeps our everything kosher. I don't have mm. to worry. Is this product for me? It's for you as a personal user of social media. So it's not it's not a business product, right? But that doesn't mean you might not be sued by a business. So it cast your mind back to one of the big insurance companies recently accused of being racist by one of their policyholders. Yes, 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 yes. They chose quite correctly not to pursue damages against the person that had posted this stuff. But if they had, I mean, the costs of that guy defending himself, and he, and he posted that stuff in a moment of fury, rage perhaps, because his claim wasn't being paid. Lots of people go through that on a daily basis, unfortunately. So... As a user of social media, it's for you. And it's also for you if you've got kids that are on social media, you know, because a lot of people don't trust themselves on social media. I know quite a few people who don't even have a Twitter account because they don't trust themselves. Um, 
but a lot of people trust their kids with social media and they often have absolutely no idea what the kids are posting and, and what the ramifications of that could are be. Are we looking at insuring kids against doing what kids do? So, so the parents are the policyholders. We right. can't obviously insure children themselves. So the, the policy automatically extends to cover everyone in the household um, that is a dependent. Um, and if they tweet or post something and it lands the parents in hot water. So 2011, high school in Pretoria, bunch of schoolboys decide to play a joke on the principal. They Photoshop his face onto some gay pornographic material <laughs> and they circulate it uh, around the school amongst their friends on social media. Goes viral. Principal is obviously upset about it. And... Um, he takes the parents to court, you know, and he was also successful in, in his action. Now, I'm very grateful that we didn't have social media when I was at school. I, I don't know. I, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> we got up to some really naughty stuff. But yeah. the worst we got at the end was we got three of the best and you just walk out and, you know, you got home and your parents said, look, you deserved what you got. It actually wasn't funny. It was in bad taste. Yeah. And you're a bit scum for the next two days. Or you're not. And then you, you – know, there's a certain fish pond at the school that I went to that every time I think of it, I look at it, which is maybe a couple of times a year. I, I think of two of my, of two guys in matric. I was in standard nine or whatever the grades are these days. And the principal worked past. He just said to them flippantly, I'll give you 20 bucks each if you jump in. And they looked at each other. They just dove into the fish pond. And uh, he got very, very angry, and they got suspended for it. And but he did sure. egg them on. But you know, he there didn't, was no litigation. No, <laughs> and that was was innocent fun, and we laugh yeah. about it to this day. Mm. But um, there was a case where, uh, and I, I agree, a guy got in those days unfairly caned, and he called the principal an unpleasant name, and nothing happened. But today, he could have tweeted that, or he could have put that on Facebook. Exactly the same words, and it would have been a different story. Mm, definitely. So what are we looking at? You know, I've got teenage children. Um, dinner time is one of those things where, like, are we ready to start? Can we all put our phones aside? Yeah. And now can we sort of just talk a little bit? What's it going to cost my family? Yeah, look, you're going to laugh, but it's it's meant to be an add-on to a personal loans policy. Okay. Or it can be purchased on its own, but it's 10 rand a month for half a million rands worth of cover per annum. If you don't tell my kids, I'll think about it. Because all of a sudden, they can okay, which say yeah. what the hell we want because dad's covered. Yeah. So, so look, I mean, what the, the policy's got some exclusions in it. Right. So, so it excludes cyberbullying, for instance, oh, and good. trolling. So, we, as so I said, we're not removing some anyone's… Yeah. What is trolling? So, I'm not so sure trolling, what the trolling is where um, – and, and often it's fake accounts that, that do this. But that is where on Twitter, for instance, you'd have a person – who's deliberately baiting other people, you know, with racist remarks or, or trying to elicit a reaction, either so they can get their own following going um, or just because they were their attention-seeking. So trolling, you can generally look at someone's timeline on Twitter, for instance, and you could tell by looking at the last 50 posts, you know, if they're a troll, if they've been okay. deliberately trying to get reactions out of people. Remember, we're looking at the slip-up. You know, the person who inadvertently posts something, not someone who's engaging in a tirade against somebody, deliberately trying to, to defame them. And with children, it's the same. So cyberbullying 
is not covered. The incident with the principal, that would have been covered because it was a one-off event. These guys posted this thing. It got circulated. It was clear that they had done it, and, uh, and the damages would have been paid by the insurance policy. Well, there's obviously a bit of interest down there because the questions are coming. Well, let's take a quick advert, sure. and we'll be back in a moment. Avi on money, 12 to 1 p.m., only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It is 22 minutes to the hour. Thank you so much for listening. The policy that we're talking about, the insurance policy we're talking about, is called slip-up. It is distributed by digital distribution, uh, sorry, by SHA, um, Specialist Underwriters, which is a division of Sunlam. A subsidiary of Suntam. subsidiary of Suntam. Sorry, thank you. And... We were just talking, the cost of the policy is 10 rand a month. Yes. So it's 120 rand a year. Um, I think the debit order fee is more than the policy. So it's ideal to add it onto an existing policy that you have with another company. Yeah. I would say that you have with existing companies that you, it's just an add-on, so to speak. But at 10 rand a month, you might almost think like, what's the point? Well, the point is that should something happen, you're not going to get away with legal fees if it goes to court of under 300, 400,000 rand minimum. Would it cover that amount of, exp- of fees? Yeah, so the limit, we've, we've started small, so the limit is 500,000 rand per annum. So if you're going to insult somebody, just don't do it too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, liability limits in South Africa can go all the way up to 20 million. But yes. this is a brand new product, it's the first of its kind. Um, so we've got one limit that's offered. It's it's five hundred thousand rand per policy, and and it's one hundred and twenty rand a year, as you've as you've pointed out. And that's only if the case gets to court. No, so I mean the threat might be to take you to court because right. you you'll, you may start the legal process before you actually get to court. Obviously, so incurring legal fees, you get a letter of demand from the third party's attorney, for instance. You're going to have to respond to that and go to your own attorney. And there already, I mean, you're looking at a few thousand rand to, to get a response. And then if it develops from there, the legal fees continue to be paid until the case is won uh, in your favor or it's been unsuccessfully defended and then the damages would be paid. So it's on presentation of, invo- of legal invoices so you guys would pay out. So we, we, we start that process right at the beginning. So as soon as the policyholder goes, look, I've, something's been posted. I've slipped up. I might have slipped up here. Um, get me an attorney. We would appoint an attorney for them, and we'll kind of hold their hands through okay, that whole hold process. On. So, Simon, that's a different story. You know, it's the moment the person realizes that they've made a faux pas and they're in trouble, yeah. they come to you right away, they and do. the process is then handled. Yes, correct. Same way as you would if you had a car accident and there was a third-party liability claim against you. Correct, which means that if the party is suing you, but they know that you've got a policy in place, and you've got legal experts appointed by the policy, the company, the insurance company, the chance of that going too far down the line are limited because all of a sudden they realize they're actually up against a professional body that is experienced and knowledge, knowledge in this particular area. And therefore, well, let's just see how far we can go and get this thing settled rather than slipping it out forever because, you know. Yeah, I look at that. We hope that's the case. But, but often, and there have been a lot of studies done about this, where the insurance you know, inhibits or promotes litigation because obviously for the opposing attorney, he may go, okay, there's actually a company paying the bills here. Let's go for whatever we can, you know. So so you you do find that the presence of insurance can also stimulate litigation. Um, 
we we think with this, it's probably going to be pretty obvious whether or not our policyholder did it. You know, this is not like your standard defamation case where it might have been, you know, something that was done verbally. I, you know, he said, she said kind of stuff. This is documented because it's social media. So you'll have posts, you'll have tweets. So, so it's likely that the defense process might be quite short and it goes straight into some kind of settlement negotiation if it's patently obvious that, that our client did it. Um, so, yeah, as I said, it's very new. So we haven't had the, the privilege of handling any claims yet. Um, but that's sure to change looking at the way people conduct themselves on social media. So someone wants to know if I'm understanding it correctly is someone posts something on my Facebook page. Um, you know, I'm, I'm now part of what it, and it's really grotesque. I don't realize it because I haven't looked at my Facebook for the last couple of weeks and all of a sudden goes around, but it's now coming from me. And all of a sudden it all comes back to me. If someone finds my email address or my phone number and says, listen, but you're being very offensive. My children are looking at stuff that's coming from your. Now, where would a policy like this help me in that scenario? Look, if you were being sued for that, someone had threatened legal action, then it would be defending you. Even though that I absolutely am just a victim of circumstance. I have yeah, nothing fact, to do with it at all. It's a, it's a great example of why you should have insurance, even if you're not that active on social media, because stuff happens that you might not necessarily have control over. And, and you should absolutely be able to defend yourself if, if something like that happened and, and the insurance policy would cover you. The bottom line is how do people get hold of it? How do they sign up? Where do they go? So, so they can chat to their insurance brokers. Um, we're in the process of rolling it out through a network of insurance brokers. Or um, if they don't have a broker, we have an online digital broker that we work with called SureStart. And the web address is slipup.co.za. And you can actually buy the cover on the website. Um, can you pay for it annually? You can. In fact, if you do it through that website, you'll have to use a credit card and it will be an annual payment of 120 rand. I was about rand. to say, please don't put 10 grand, 10 rand through my account every yeah, month because yeah. it's going to cost me 65 yeah, ab- rand. Absolutely. So it's once off of 20 and then obviously 120 and then obviously it'll be a reminder annually to, to renew you it. Get a renewal notification. The normal yeah. a, a, a increase. On the face of it, it's one of those things that people are going to think, oh, you know, yeah, may, I just think for 120 rand a year, if you are active on social media, especially if you have some sort of little business that you're promoting, you'd be silly not to do it. You absolutely should have some kind of social media liability cover. Um, I'm just thinking for organizations other than businesses, schools, um, social groups, um, religious organizations. Is this something that they can get involved in? Yeah, well, look, we, we haven't rolled it out through any um, educational institutions or, or uh, any of those industries or professions yet. Um, it's certainly something that we'll be looking at. Uh, right now, we've just c- call it a test phase. So we're saying we're rolling it out. Let's see what the reaction has been. Um, I've had quite a lot of interviews. Uh, the media has, has been quite interested in, in what this is all about. So, yeah, I've no doubt we'll get to the schools and other institutions uh, given enough time. So that's slipup.co.za. That's it. There you go. Go along, have a look at it. I'm actually quite fascinated that there's a product out there, um, but it has made me aware that there is a real need for a product like this. 
And, um, you know, as I was chatting to you off air about a meeting I had this morning where someone was stalked via Facebook into their phone, into their cell phone accounts. And they were just getting terrible WhatsApp messages between themselves, between him and his wife. Um, and when he went to the service providers, they actually have a unit that deals with this. But it's amazing how, you know, I know with myself, um, I was alerted very early on that our Facebook page had been hacked. There's horrible stuff on it. The person then came forward to say he had been hacked. And that's how it come through. And I just said to the people who handle my stuff, I don't care what his sub story is. I'm not interested. But whatever it is, any association with him, just get rid of it. Mm. And if I need to shut this thing down totally, that's what I'll do. Mm. But I don't want this type of nonsense and my name being associated mm. at all. Um, and I'm just really grateful I never went further mm. from there. Um, do you see a, a larger market for a product like this with, with bigger cases, with bigger issues? Definitely. Uh, I mean, this is aimed at individuals, um, but but there'll be there'll be a commercial version of this of this available quite quite soon through our business. Now I'm surprised it hasn't been the other way around, where you've got big corporates screaming, "Please give us something," because invariably we're going to stuff up. We are going to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I mean, our our thinking with this was, you know, if we're doing product innovation. Let's come up with consumer-based products where we can test them properly. We can see what the reaction is in the market. And if we need to, then we can build up the limits and widen the cover for the corporate or commercial area. So, uh, yeah, the public are guinea pigs, I guess you could say. Um, But we hope that they'll see the benefit in in something like this. Fantastic. Simon, I I think we've discussed the whole issue. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks. I apologize about being a little bit late, and it wasn't payback. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no problem <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if I don't speak to you Which I don't think I will Before the end of the year Just wishing you and your family A peaceful and restful uh, Festive season Thank you You too. And uh, just hoping that 2019 is A more dynamic Let's do 2018 rest. first That's a very good point That just yeah. shows where I'm feeling at the moment <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself 2018 yeah, I mean. is <laughs> a you know, I'll, I'll tell you why I'll just now but 2018 is a, is, a, is a better year. Hopefully political uh, uncertainty will settle in December. Um, I, I somehow doubt it. I just feel that from an economic point of view, the damage that has been done by the ANC is so deep that we're only touching the surface. Um, the, the, you know, Gwede Mantasha said uh, about two years ago that the ANC will rule until kingdom come. And what he was implying is that the ANC is so entrenched in South Africa that to dislodge it, is almost impossible, um, but they've done it all by themselves, and that's simply because of a lack of leadership and leadership that is demonstrative of how things shouldn't be done. Um, and again, from a business and economic point of view, I think it's phenomenal that our companies continue to tow the line, continue to be legal and role models as to how businesses should be run, and the more CEOs I speak to, the more they almost ignore the political milieu that's happening and say they need to make sure that they do not get tainted at all. So they don't even want to listen. They've got to run their businesses on sound business practices that include social responsibility. So they're going to do what's good for their shareholders. They're going to do what's good for society. And everybody wins. So hopefully December will be a... A change, it'll be a change for the best. 
And uh, just to remind everybody, it's slipup.co.za. And before you slip up, go and get the product. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week.